Welcome to this episode of That's Florida Podcast. Hiya, David. How are you doing, my friend? Morning, Kevin. I'm really good. How are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm ready to go. We're really <laughs> looking forward to January. It can't come quick enough. Let's get Christmas over and done with. <laughs> well, you say that. There's lots of people that love Christmas. My partner's a massive Christmas fan. I'm one of those that enjoys how much other people love Christmas. But I love the cleanness of the place when the decorations are down. But don't tell him. Luckily, he won't be listening to this, so I'll get away with that. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, we, we're <laughs> not massively into Christmas. The boys are a little old for Christmas presents now. Even though they did ask for Advent calendars, they're 19 and 23. So you'd think they wouldn't want them. But yeah, we're already really, we're starting looking and thinking about next January for our big trip. But firstly, let's talk about your trip quickly then, David, because you've just come back. We did cover this on Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. So go and listen to that episode. But come on, David, in brief, what did you do? But most importantly, where did you stay off site? Awesome. Thank you, Kevin. So um, my, my first bit of advice for people considering going to uh, Orlando and Walt Disney World, three bits of advice. Don't go in November. Don't go in November. And don't go in November, <laughs> frankly. Uh, and for me, there were there were three main reasons. Number one, and I might have been unlucky, but it was cold. I normally wear vests and shorts or tank tops, I think, as, as our American friends call them. Didn't wear a vest once. Well, actually, did. It was underneath a jumper. Um, so I had to wear a jumper there. It was it was cold. There was nine degrees one morning. Number two, you've got Thanksgiving. And number three, you've got Black Friday. The parks were crazy, crazy busy. The first week was fine. But as we got nearer the end of the month, it got crazy, crazy, crazy busy, long wait times. So I will avoid that. And the shops as well, shopping around Black Friday or even the day after. Again, massive queues everywhere. So November is not on the list of times to go. But as you mentioned, I stayed off site. First time I've stayed off site for a while. Uh, and, and as those of you that know me know that I'm a travel agent and I like looking for deals and I like looking for options. So I spent weeks and months finding really good hotels. And it's the usual kind of thing. You're on TripAdvisor looking at reviews. You're looking at Google reviews. And I found a really good hotel that we were going to stay at. And I just checked the reviews a couple of weeks before we got there. And all of a sudden, the reviews started to look suspicious because whilst it had a 4.8 rating, when I looked through the reviews, a lot of them were critical of the hotel, you know, cleanliness, poor staff, bad service, but still gave a five-star review. So that sort of raised my suspicions that people were maybe getting incentives to give five-star reviews or whatever. Luckily, I'd booked with a room that could be cancelled. And at the moment, with everything going on, ladies and gents, guys and girls, everybody out there, make sure that you've got the opportunity to cancel if you need to. So we cancelled and booked somewhere else. Now, Kevin, I don't know what your experience of online reviews are before I talk about the hotel. 
Hello, did you say that? Any experience of them? Do you use them very much? Yeah, I always check reviews wherever you're, you're staying. Funnily enough, we were talking about campsites just a minute ago before we started recording. I've just been looking at reviews there, and it's the same thing. You, you you can get quite a high rated one, but you start looking and you get people saying, "Oh, we, you know, the rooms weren't cleaned, or there weren't towels. We had to ask for this, or we had to ask for that." I want to go to my hotel room. I want it clean. I want them towels there. I want the tea and coffee, and as long as it's clean, that's fine. But I don't want loud thin walls because you get that in a lot of very old hotels doors closing the premier inns for instance in the uk a few years ago in travel lodges they were absolutely known for it the yeah. noise was terrible i mean they've up they've upgraded their doors and their insulation in years but that is something to look out for do people complain about noise from other rooms and that's only because the, it's not properly insulated yeah, that's a really fair point. And interestingly, if you stay at the Disney Valley Resorts, you will get that experience. You will get the experience of somebody flushing their toilet next door because, number one, the rooms aren't particularly well insulated. Number two, boy, are the toilets noisy because they all seem to be vacuum or something. But that's definitely something that's true. I guess my learning and advice from that is don't just look at the number, look at the reviews and look at a good two or three pages and read what they say because there was definitely something not right with these reviews. So we took the view to go somewhere else. And again, I looked around on all the various sites uh, and I have a new area called Palm Parkway, which is literally just outside Disney. For those of you that do drive in Florida, your sat-nav and the Disney signs will take you on the motorways, take you on the interstates, take you on the freeways. Actually, there's a really good small road network in and around Disney, which if you turn all the other bits off, you can find your way around and it's actually generally a lot quicker. For this place, if you come out of Disney Springs and you go along Hotel Plaza Boulevard, you literally turn left at the end, turn first right, and you're on this road, Palm Parkway. And on there is a hotel called Aloft, A-L-O-F-T. Be careful because there's lots of them. So make sure you look for, if you want this one, Aloft Lake Buena Vista, but it's a very cool, trendy hotel, probably better suited for adults than a family. Uh, room spotlessly clean. We had a, a really comfortable double bed. The bar was amazing. Happy hour of an evening, two glasses of rose for $7. Thank you very much. Really good food. Nice little swimming pool there. Um, again, the Americans thought we were mad swimming in November, but actually we also stayed on site and stayed in those in the Disney hotels. And again, there was the lifeguard in their full padded coats and full padded trousers. And there's me in my swimming shorts in the pool because I like to go in the pool of every hotel. Really good hotel, about 80 pounds a night. £10 a night to park, no resort fees. And if you've heard me on Disney for Brits, you'll know that resort fees are a killer. So keep an eye out for those. Amazing staff couldn't do more for you. They had a coffee place. They had a little shop there. We had evening meals one day because we were let down by the delivery Uber Eats equivalent that cancelled five minutes before it was due to be delivered but we had great food in the hotel so for me I'm actually really comfortable staying off site if I found the right place and this was the right place the vibe was awesome the hotel was spotless the pool was great so definitely for 80 quid a night which is the equivalent of an all-stars value resort if you can get a good price then it's definitely worth doing the reason we didn't stay on Disney and didn't stay at all-stars is this was the Thanksgiving week 
So we had our DVC rooms for the previous two weeks. And then this was the Thanksgiving week. We did manage to squeeze a little night in at Bay Lake Tower. Uh, I managed to get one night at Bay Lake Tower on a theme park room. So we actually had two hotel rooms one night. We stayed in Aloft and then took our overnight bag and had a night in Bay Lake Tower, which was amazing. Room needs a bit of a refresh. If you're going to go there, don't forget your charges because there aren't any USB sockets anywhere. They've not been refurbed yet. But sitting on the balcony with the fireworks music coming out of the TV, watching the fireworks was amazing. Definitely five-star recommendation from me. And I'm really, really picky for Aloft Hotel, Lake Buena Vista. Definitely, definitely worth having a look at. And actually, Kevin, it's only a few doors down from the home to, I think, hotel that you mentioned. Yeah, that's a uh, Tony Ann uh, recommendation. That is, yeah, it's good to find one or two gems. There are some out there. Absolutely. Actually, you don't need a car there because you are five minutes from Disney Springs, therefore 10 minutes from Hollywood Studios. And Ubers or Lyfts can get you to pretty much anywhere you want to go for about $15. So if you didn't want a car, you could actually do that from there. It's really close. There's shops nearby. There's restaurants nearby. There's a public. So everything's really close. I'm a convert. I still love my Disney. I still love my DVC. If I need to stay off site, do your research, find a great room, check out Aloft. It's definitely worth looking at. Ah, That's great. Interesting that I really wanted to find one because coming in 2023 our trip we're going to be a little bit shorter points so we're going to be looking for four or five nights that could be a alternative okay so we're going to talk about universal as a alternative option in orlando now i've got a stay booked and david i think you've done a bit of research for universal haven't you absolutely so what we can talk about in a minute once we've talked about the general sort of vibe and things in Universal is is I've done up some pricing for their value equivalent and their top-end hotels for both a family and for a couple. And as we talked about on a previous show where I talked about the prices of things in school holidays and outside school holidays, the prices are staggering. And if I told you that you could get the same holiday for the third of a price, if you take it outside of school holidays, I imagine most people will be surprised at the size of the saving and therefore at the size of the increase that these companies put on for school holidays. But hey, they're in business and they've got to do what they've got to do. But I've got some ideas and some strategies that will help you save money, not only on the hotels and when you go, but actually how to maximize your time in the park but firstly whereabouts are you staying when you go there kev yeah well we're what we're doing is we're flying into mco as most of you will do and we're going straight to endless summers resort universal which is their latest value resort we're going there for four nights now we've got what they call a two bedroom now it's two double beds in a room with a kitchenette and then it's a king size bed in a separate room which is ideal for us with two sons of 23 and 19 they'll have the the big room with the two beds and we'll have the the smaller room so that's what we're staying in that came in at just over 600 dollars for four nights in january which is pretty good i mean that's amazing value that's about 110 pounds a night crazy price Really, really good really really pleased with that price i mean obviously that's because it's one of the cheapest times of year to stay to get four nights there yeah i'm really pleased with that you've done some pricing david what are the options other than a value and my are chipping with my reasons for going for a value as we go through 
because I'm a big Universal fan and I love the roller coasters, but maybe one or two of my companions on this trip are not that keen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and I'm I'm with you. I love them, but I tend to do each one once and then maybe have to sit down for an hour to get over it, certainly with the Hulk ride. I'm, I'm also not a fan of queuing. So Universal does have some fairly significant queues. It's fairly popular. So the first thing you're going to get when you're staying in a Universal hotel is early entry. And that's really important when you want to go and do the big ticket ride. Similar to Disney, you get early entry. If you stay in a value resort, you get that. And then there's the transfers to and from the park and remember universal has got two parks it's got islands of adventure and universal studios and it's got the water park volcano bay which is crazy crazy good although it's really really weird climbing step in your swimming shorts right beside the freeway Uh, that's a very strange experience when you're up high over all the cars but really really good place to go amazing water park definitely more thrill rides and universal is more about the thrill rides i think than disney it's definitely the the teens sort of park as opposed to disney being the, the youngsters park so they've got different ranges of hotels and i'm just looking at two at the moment we'll look at the value end uh, and that this is the equivalent of disney's value and moderate disney of phasing that out soon as well but we're going to stick with that for the time being and at the top end you've got their deluxe resorts there are a couple of differences with a deluxe resort at universal you're thinking the equivalent of disney of the polynesian of the grand floridian the monorail loop hotels so top end hotels what you get though is an express pass now universal's express pass gives you unlimited access to every single ride in the park as many times as you want without queuing now without queuing means you join a shorter queue but you can literally go from ride to ride to ride and when you stay at one of their top end resorts that's included with every day of your stay and check-in day so if you only stayed for one night you get two days of express passes and that's something really worth considering and I'll come back to that in a while when I talk about a strategy of maximizing your time in the park and maybe minimizing your spend. I was under the impression that one or two of the rides weren't included in that pass. It's not Harry Potter exempt from that? Certainly when I went a year or so ago it was part of it but as with anything and as with anything we say on here comments are based on our knowledge experience and opinions things change the world is changing so fast you know last week i had lots of people that had booked trips to disneyland paris for christmas and all of a sudden they will stop because our friends in france have banned the brits from france so um at the time of recording 19th of the 12th i think everything's included but as everything else do your own research or check with the travel agent and they'll be able to confirm this but I think we pretty much walked on to everything. Excellent. Now that's worth worth knowing, definitely worth knowing. So what are the prices like? I'm sitting down, so hit me <laughs> with the prices. So so we're gonna start with Easter. Okay, so we're talking this is a family two adults two children six and eight you're going to go in easter which is friday the 8th of april to monday the 25th of april our friends in the north scotland i know your dates are slightly different so you may well start a week early and finish a week early Uh, be assured the travel companies know this and your prices will be as bad as these bottom line a family of four going to endless summer in april easter direct flights from London Heathrow to Orlando there's no transfers there's no cars on this there's no tickets on this so this is your starting price is nine thousand pounds and that's for two weeks 
That's for two weeks, two adults, two children staying at Endless Summer. If you wanted to push the boat out and stay at Portofino <laughs> Bay, you're looking at £13,000. That's great if you can do that and you want to do that. There's some times that I prefer to go, and I've said this many times before. I prefer May and June, and I prefer October. So let's skip to May. Here's what you need to do, though. In May, there's only a half term. You're going to need to take your kids out of school for a few days and get permission from the school. I can't help you with that, but that's something you're going to need to do. If you go in May, remember in April it was 9000 In May, it's £4,000. So it's half the price. Same hotel same flights if you go in october now this is going again half terms the 24th to the 28th of october benefit of going in october you actually go to the first week of november first week is okay you get to see halloween and christmas it's a bit cooler but it's still warm you won't have the weather that i experienced you're down to three thousand pounds wow so a family of four staying an endless summer £3,000. That's a third of the price of going at Easter. If you want to push the boat out and go to Portofino Bay, you're still only at £5,500. So that works out at around, and I'm just looking at my table here, £750 a head. People will always quote you per head, which is great if you're a couple, but when you're a family, it doesn't really matter. You just want to know the big price. So the big ticket price is 3000 Talking about tickets, you need to add your tickets on top of there and you need to allow about £750 per person for both Disney and Universal tickets. Disney are about 450 Universal are about 250 so allow 750 That's a third of the price. Crazy. Yeah, so you, you reckon we could do two weeks of endless summer and fit in our Disney fix as well and still come out a lot cheaper than staying as a split stay even. With yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it Universal have recognised, and I was at an event a number of months ago where Universal are really turning up their rooms. And what used to happen is people would go and stay on site at Disney and then travel to Universal for two or three days. Um, what the, this this VP guy said to me is, is their strategy is to turn that around. So when people buy Universal tickets, they tend to get fourteen days worth for two hundred and fifty pounds. And what he said is, you know, the more days they're in the park, the more money they spend in the park, the better it is from us. So they have reduced their prices and put in value resorts to flip that on its head. So people actually stay at Universal and travel down to Disney for the two or three days that they want to do Disney. Uh, Universal have got more availability. Their prices are less. Um, I, I'm a Disney person through and through, but I completely understand why people will want to get value for their holiday. What I haven't done is compared this with Disney, but I absolutely know Disney would be more expensive than this. And that oh, £3,000 for four people, I've validated that with two suppliers, and that is true pricing. That's incredible, isn't it? Really it is. incredible. Like I say, it's um, it's a viable option now. Oh, definitely. And and what this comes down to, and I would say this, wouldn't I, is talk to somebody who knows about travel. Talk to somebody who can give you this advice. You can spend all day on the various travel sites. You can go on to Virgin. You can do the comparison on BA's site. You can go on to Chewy. Don't do all that work yourself. Contact somebody like me who's a, a quality qualified, proven, trained travel agent for Universal and Disney. And I just do all this for you. I had a client who came to me a couple of weeks ago, a 
big ticket client. Uh, he wants to go in August and he wants to stay on the monorail loop. And he's got two adults and two children. He said, can I stay at the Contemporary? And, and I looked and there was no availability, but I actually quoted him for Boardwalk. But I was able to say, if you stay at Boardwalk, you can boat to Epcot, you can walk to Epcot, you can boat to Hollywood Studios, you can get the Skyliner to Hollywood Studios. His price was about £21,000 for four of them, but that is staying at a top-end hotel for two weeks in the middle of August. But I was able to say, look, here's all the benefits of it. So definitely think about working with a travel agent and my services and the service all travel agents it's free we do this because we enjoy it and we just want to give best value so that's our family let's talk about a couple you're a couple going to universal and you want to do the same thing interestingly prices are very similar so if you go in april eight thousand pounds but you're a couple with no kids so completely avoid the school holidays you can go in may and june for three thousand pounds or stay at Portofino Bay or Lowe's Royal Pacific for 7000 In October, you're again around £3,000. There's not a huge amount of difference in price. You can go whenever you want and just find out when you want to go. Remember, July and August in Florida, really, really hot and humid. I would never suggest taking youngsters in that heat. They're only going to want to do an hour or two at a time, and it's going to be really uncomfortable for you, which is why I always suggest May and June in October. So one final thing from me was a strategy to make use of the express passes because I use them and I love them. If you stay at the top end hotels, you get them every day. But one of the things I said was you get it your day of check-in and your day of check-out. Top tip for getting the best value out of your holiday is absolutely go and stay in end of summer, but either at the beginning of your holiday at the or the end of your holiday and you may want to put it at the end because then you can spend three or four days at Universal. Go and move into one of the premium hotels. So do, for instance, 11 days at Endless Summer, 11 nights, and then three nights at Portofino Bay or Royal Pacific or Hard Rock. That will then give you four days of express passes. Those are worth about $100 each. So you'll get in with a family of four, $400 value a night. And it's probably going to cost you $150 more for the room. So over those five days, you'll get $2,000 worth of value for probably about $600. Uh, we've, we've done that. We've actually stayed at Disney and then we've gone over to Universal and done two or three nights. I think we did two nights there and got three days of express passes. And you just whiz all the rides all the rides that they allow you to do with the express pass obviously but definitely something to do and you just move once so you go to your hotel you check in after 10 days whiz over to the other hotel advantage there as well is if you want and we've done this before because we move quite a bit you can pack pre-pack most of your bags apart from the final bag that you need for your last three days and then your packing is nearly all done ready for you to go home but definitely something to look at doing to help you save money yeah, I've got a similar option where I'm going to endless summers. And because my two sons and my wife don't do the roller coasters, I'm going to purchase the Express Pass or the former Express Pass they do daily. Now, that's probably going to be upwards of $150 for me, so as I can go on just one day and make sure I ride those roller coasters I want to. The options there. So that was my strategy, very similar to yours. Because there's only one out of the four of us, to pay the extra seemed a little bit extravagant. There are options out there, so keep looking. But these are the sort of things that David can tell you. The sort of things that an American style, and I, 
of I will emphasize that an American style travel agent because American travel agents have been doing this for years. The British travel agent, you go into some of these travel agents now, they give you the magazine or they go online. They don't have the experience of someone like David who does this on a regular basis, a very regular basis post COVID, obviously. But uh, yeah, I think people don't, I want to emphasize as much as I can how much David is an expert in Disney and Universal and Orlando in general, which is why I dragged him kicking and screaming <laughs> onto this podcast. You're very kind. Uh, the other thing for me is, uh, and it be, might be interesting to give you a little backstory of why I, why I do this, because I have a day job as well. The travel agency and the podcast, like a lot of people, I went a little bit crazy during lockdown, which is why I ended up writing a book. I started a YouTube channel and various others. And I've always been a travel planner. Uh, I'm a spreadsheet travel planner. And the reason I do that is because I go to Disney and you pretty much have to do that to maximize your time. I had lots of people saying, can you do it for me? Can you do it for me and I just thought well why don't I do that so I now have access to millions of holidays thousands of suppliers I've just completed the latest level of Disney training if you want to cruise I can do that this year has been a sort of a bitty holiday we did four weeks in Orlando we did a virgin cruise which was crazy amazing if you're a couple and you fancy something because it's a kids-free environment brilliant we did that we did a Disney cruise, which is something I never thought I'd be able to do because they did it from here. Um, I love everything about Disney and Orlando and Universal. And when I talk, I talk not with stuff that I've read, but with stuff that I've been trained and with things that I've experienced. So absolutely, you get that. And and my offer to anybody that's listening is if you want any help, even if it's just a, you've got a question, advice and guidance, drop me a note at david at d4btravel.com and I'd be very, very happy to help you and answer any of your questions. And I've had some people just ping me and go, can we have a quick call? And I've spent 15 minutes on the phone just helping them out. They've gone and booked it themselves, which is fine. But I know that I've helped them make the right choices. Right, now, don't worry about writing any of that down. That'll all be in the show notes, and David has a plug at the end of the show anyway. So <laughs> don't worry if you missed it. Okay, <laughs> everything David has said was priced in pounds, and that includes flights. So you need to, I want to emphasize that, because sometimes we will be talking in dollars, and sometimes we were talking in pounds. But David strictly has priced it all in pounds. Please say I'm right, David. Absolutely. So again, let me just quickly whiz through that. A family, two adults, two children, staying at Endless Summer. Go in April, it's going to cost you £9,000. Go in October, it's going to cost you £3,000. So all of the numbers I gave when I talked about the family and when I talked about the couple were all in pounds. Spot on, yes. Yeah, because that, that it does mislead people if, you, if we don't stress that. So we need, to, we need to make that clear. Okay, so my trip coming up. Fingers crossed, people. 22nd of January, we fly out of Heathrow. Now, they've changed the flight again on us. Originally, it was 12 noon. Then it went to 10 a.m. Now it's 11 a.m. We're landing at, in Orlando and going from MCO to Endless Summer Resort. I don't drive in the States very often. And I looked at the price of car hire and as we said on brit's guide to disney vacation club that is very expensive these days i've got booked a town car from mco to endless summer resorts and i'm being picked up from my saratoga resort at the end in a, the same town car 
and that set me back now this is in dollars 165 dollars round trip we're at endless summer resorts for four nights in a two bedroom two double beds in a room with a kitchenette with a microwave and a fridge and then we have a separate room for myself and the wife with a king size bed and that's coming in and this is in dollars at just over 625 dollars for the four nights so as you can see it is a lot cheaper than disney then we've got the, obviously the 14 day universal passes which we will add a single express pass to that for myself because the others don't like doing the big roller coasters after a trip probably to the outlets on the first day and three full days in universal we're moving to animal kingdom lodge now i've got a studio at animal kingdom lodge with a savannah view which i've booked with a friend of mine's dvc points so thank you wendy fox so we're going there for three nights and then we've got 12 nights at saratoga springs which is our home dvc resort so we're hoping to sit out on the savannah and enjoy animal kingdom lodge for the first day and then we'll hit the parks with our 14 day park ticket from there on in there's also someone's got a big birthday this year i'm going to be 55 in 2022 we are staying over my birthday on the 5th of february anybody that wants to know i'm a size extra large in disney gift cards <laughs> okay i've got a couple of things planned for for my birthday on my birthday we are going to have a fireworks party at the french pavilion there's 75 of my closest friends coming and this worked out at $90 per person, which I didn't think was too bad. It's a dessert party, like open to the public, but it's just a private party for my guests. And $90 each, that's not bad at all. So we're celebrating myself and Tony Ann's birthdays that day, but that is the 5th of February, which is my birthday. So we're going to be in Epcot that day. On the Monday, we've booked a VIP tour. This was suggested to me and I can't go into details because I'm not absolutely sure. Now, what I do know is it's actually worked out at around and wait for it. There's 20 of us going. <laughs> so we've actually got two VIP tours on the Monday. And the strategy the people organising this have done is they've decided we're going to go at 1, 1 p.m and have the seven hours from 1pm and then finish for the fireworks viewing which we get a vip a vip viewing station what do they call it david come on correct I th me i think it's the vip viewing area that's it the vip viewing area so we after our seven hours that will be in we will be in magic kingdom for the fireworks so the vip I've, i think i've seen these people walking around they've got the checkered waistcoats Plaid's and the blue cool. hats plaid plaid tartan plaids. Yeah, plaid, tartan. Plaids. i don't know whether they still have the blue hats like they used to have but i've seen people walking around they've got a big gold d what does that incur because the people they they seem to go to the front of queues and they go to the front of restaurants what what do you get for a vip tour apart from a little bit poorer yes a lot poorer but yes well what we 
what the strategy is you can literally tailor it to your own needs if you book the whole tour which is 10 people if you book the whole tour you choose what park you go to what rides you go to the front of and this includes all the big rides so we'll be able to go on we're doing hollywood studios and magic kingdom so as we can get on every ride rather than you can do all four parks they backdoor you into the and take you out through through the back door and take you on on your own little minibuses to and from each park so you get across property really quickly and you get exactly backdoored into the theme park obviously you all need to have a theme park ticket <laughs> so it's not a cheap day but we're planning on doing hollywood studios so we can do all of the big rides there so we're going to do obviously and then so you get to do rise of the resistance you get to do smugglers run you get to do mickey and minnie's railroad so all of the big yeah, they used to be called e-ticket rides, didn't they? Yeah, but these are the big, big massive queue rides. To the front of the to the front of the queue, every one you want. <laughs> Lucky you. Which is gonna be superb. So we me and my wife are doing that with a group of twenty. And we're finishing it off, as I say, at the fireworks. Now we're not having any meals, which is why we're doing it at one o'clock. We and have something to eat before we meet the plaid. So we've eaten. And we'll have, we'll take bottles of water with us and drinks and grab and grab and go, so we can make the full use of the seven hours. Because if you eat, the plaid doesn't eat with you because of COVID restrictions, the great unpleasantness. You're not even getting to sit down and talk with it, with somebody who's a Disney employee. And that that doesn't make any sense because you've paid all that money for queue hopping and everything else and then you're sitting having a meal i must admit i've seen them in the restaurants when i was there recently and i thought that's a bit weird so i think your strategy of you know the, the seven or eight hours from what well, or seven hours from one o'clock is spot on we're not doing any shows because if you yep. do a show again you're wasting half an hour 25 minutes of your of your time so you we are just purely going to go from ride to ride to ride for seven hours and then i'm going home after fireworks and i'm not getting up early the next day (laughs) (laughs) that sounds perfect what an amazing experience and how lucky are you to be able to do two of those things as well yeah with that they were both organized by um tony ann and mandy malinowski so they've took that on board themselves and i just i was amazed really that we could even get that enough people to fill the fireworks party and two we started off the idea was it was going to be one vip tour 10 people would we be able to fill it all of a sudden we had 15 and then fantastic and then we filled 20 and there was even talk of could we do 30 but i think wow. we, <laughs> i think we settled at 20 but like i say when you break it down we only go every other year i've not done smugglers run i've not done mickey and minnie's runaway train i've not done ratatouille but i have done ratatouille in disney in Disneyland yeah Paris. and and it, it's identical that the the experience the france experience in epcot is amazing but it's it's pretty much the same as the one in disneyland paris itself so we didn't do ratatouille when we were there mainly because i kept forgetting to get up at seven o'clock to reserve the slots and then we weren't in the park for the one o'clock so i don't think you're missing a massive amount if you've done it in disneyland paris my two boys are quite into star wars although they try to make up they're not these days because it's not as cool. big a thing for you cool for young kids yeah cool is that what they say i don't think oh, so. that, well it's what we say but then we're old but they 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 will love it make sure they get the blue or the green milk while they're there if you can get them into ogre's cantina on one of your other days yeah. that's really cool to go in we've also got a lady that's got some strategies for booking dining reservations 
and we have I think it's 45 for ogres yes david 45 people for ogres at the same the time yes oh they, my word they, you've they, got they, a private viewing <laughs> they split reservations up they've got reservations for different uh adrs and they've booked I mean, all about five or six of them have gone on the phones and booked them. So they've got these big numbers and now they're sort of handing them out to people that want them and casting the ones they don't need. So it's going to be quite an incredible trip, which is actually called the G3. I need to plug it. I've got such a, such a talent. <laughs> it's a G3 from Geeking on Walt Disney World, Kurt Stone's podcast. We get together every every year. We tried to get together for our trip last year, and we all know what happened to that. It got cancelled. So this year, I'll be back for the, the third G3. I've missed one. The original one was organised around our trip in 2019. One last year, this year, was organised around our trip that never happened. And the 2022 is organised around our trip that will happen next year. Absolutely. I've got great confidence that your trip will have and happen. I, absolutely. I've got great confidence that your trip will happen. Well, uh, yeah, let's keep our fingers crossed, but um, we're doing everything we can. And as I said, I've organized a few of these sort of things with other people, but we are there for 18 nights. So we'll do a little bit of different stuff on our own. But I turned 55 and I really wanted to push the boat out this time. And I'm incredibly, incredibly excited to get there. It's just to the stage yesterday, I got out some of the Disney stuff I have ready to pack and go. <laughs> and I mean, we're Love 35 it. days out and I was searching through getting my packing cases out for my packing cubes for my cases. Love so it. We are, we are getting very excited indeed. I've also quite a few Quality Street and British chocolates. I take over Cadbury's and stuff like that for people. So we do a bit of bartering and trading. I come back with um, one or two things and I take one or two things with me. Last time we did a jammy dodger and jam jammy creams taste off in, in the Mexican <laughs> pavilion, which was I love quite it. interesting. And I took quality street and roses and we did a taste test for those. So I've, I'm taking orders for a lot of my American friends and we have a suitcase. <laughs> We're going to put tubs of quality street and roses in to take with us next year. Nice, nice. And obviously, I frightened them with Marmite. Yeah, I've seen that. And, and we get B-Thaxed in every time with Marmite beer and Marmite chocolate and Marmite peanut butter. Uh, yeah. So, so for those of you that don't know what Marmite is, it's a yeast extract product. Very popular in the UK. Marmite have used, always used the slogan, love it or hate it, because it is very that. To the effect that it's become a word, people say, Actually, that's a really Marmite product. They're a really Marmite person. Either you love them or you hate them. I'm in the love camp. B. Thaxton from the DVC shop is in the hate camp, but it's it's an experience. And those of you that are seeing Kevin are, are going to enjoy some of his Marmitey goodness. I'd be interested to know how many are in love it and how many are in hate it. I think it's a pretty much a 90% that, that hate it and 10% that don't. <laughs> But then, but that's really interesting because one of the things, so I spent a month in the States not that long ago, well, a couple of months, a few weeks ago, actually, and I found everything generally was over-flavoured and over-salted and over-fried. And Marmite fits that bill because it's over-flavoured and over-salted. So I'm surprised, but maybe it's too strong. I don't know. Maybe it was the fact that we were sat in a bar and I was eating it with a teaspoon that put beef axed off. <laughs> 
there you go so if you've had it on a bit of bread but you have to be careful because their bread's sweet as well i'm being really generic about american food so some a lot of american food is really good and i really love it so please don't write in and complain about it but yeah if you're eating it out of spoon it's much better on a nice piece of french bread or something with some butter as well i'm gonna to have to go and have a marmite crumpet in a minute i'll be very very british <laughs> yeah so we're really excited i just hope we get there and obviously when we come back i will bombard you with trip my trip report but it is really the reason why i started this podcast or took this podcast over we love florida I want to get out to Gatorland when we're over there and go and have a look around there, do a bit of research. I love Gatorland. It was something we did on our first trip and we've not been back for a little while. So I'm hoping to get out there ne- next January and see what that's all about, see how, what they've changed and what they're doing. Again, it's a a slightly different thing to Disney and Universal, but it's something that is really Florida. And that's why we decided to take this podcast that far forward next show hopefully we're probably going to have joe on i've got an interview lined up with him he goes to daytona beach david's going to do some research into maybe having a week out at daytona beach and doing that bit of sunbathing and all the beachy sort of things we do absolutely and and we'll look at that in the new year for the summer and and for next year so without further ado i think thank you very much david i really enjoyed speaking to you our meetings on a sunday morning are great <laughs> i really enjoy them even if we do sometimes we're joined by people that do it in their pajamas but yeah me and no david, no, we, we no care of this morning i'm fully showered and fully dressed but that's the joy of doing a podcast isn't it yeah nobody sees what you're wearing no that is the joy of it definitely thank you very much thanks listeners and as i said all david's details will be in the show notes and in his little plug at the end of the show thanks a lot cheerio hi again david here i wanted to tell you a little bit more about the ways that i can help you plan the best holiday ever i own disney for brits which is www.disney the number four brits com. If you go onto that website, you'll see a number of things. We've got a shop where we're selling lots and lots of products, including my Disney Florida travel planning book, my magical Disney planner. There's also a number of other items that you can buy because I know lots of people that go to Florida love things from there and I bring them back and sell them. Also on there, you'll get access to my YouTube channel, which again is called Disney for Brits. And if you go on there, there's lots and lots of helpful advice and ideas on how to maximize your time, how things in America are different to they are in the UK and how you can just have a great holiday. I don't do news. I just do hints and tips and ideas. The final part on there is my travel agency, D4B Travel. D4B Travel specializes in Disney and Universal and Florida holidays. And you can contact me for anything to help you make your travel better. Alongside those, I also do cruises and can do pretty much everything you need for an amazing couples or family holiday, whether you're at the value end or at the deluxe end of the spectrum. Get in touch with me at david at disneyforbrits.com and I'll help you with anything you need with any of those items. If you want some advice and some guidance and you want to book your own holiday, by all means, go and do that. If you want to work with a qualified and proven travel agent that just doesn't know Disney, but pretty much is Disney, then I'm the person to help you. So go to www.disneyforbrits.com 
Shop.com and see everything I offer. One final new item, I've just opened a shop on Facebook called My Florida Shopper. So search My Florida Shopper on Facebook and buy all the products and quality things you miss from Orlando and America at the very best prices. Boom, check the lack of 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 l